0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me. I hope everyone is happy and healthy in your house. They are generally in mine. And um, like I said, we have three small kids. So usually somebody's unhappy about something, but generally health and everything's good. We have our first submitted question and I'm really excited about that. And this comes from Jamie in Dallas and she says, "Dear Jason, my son has always had temper tantrums. However, they seem to be getting worse and I don't know what to do. A friend of mine said that he might be that he might have a sensory disorder. How do I know if he's just being bad or if he's having a meltdown?" And that's a really good question because I any parent has has dealt with temper tantrums and in our house we've we've dealt with them on on the the higher side um to where we've 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 dealt with a meltdown and it is still confusing to me um, as much as i know about it but a lot of parents will come to me and they go and they say that their son had a meltdown and you know she was at church and my little girl had a meltdown there's a difference between temper tantrums and meltdown and what i want to do is just kind of go over what is normal and what isn't a kid tantrums because they have no other way of expressing their frustrations they may have the words they may have the vocabulary but at that moment their minds are not pulling it all together to express to you what their problem is whether they want something they want attention whatever it is they can't do it so they scream and yell with a tent- a tantrum the child will calm down when he or she gets what she wants um, or she may not necessarily get what she wants, but she gets a lot of attention. If you rush over and soothe and calm and tell them everything is okay, the tantrum usually subsides. It is a social interaction. It's look at me, I need something, I want something. Someone looks at them, someone attends, and the tantrum is over. Uh, a sensory meltdown is far from a social interaction it is not a cry for attention it occurs because something is too much for the child it's either too much noise too much visual too much touch all of it combined it could be anything that's it's overloaded them and they're done um, these do not get better by giving the child something or attending to them you may run and grab them and hold them it won't get better the meltdown tends to slowly die as the situation improves. If it's too much noise, don't expect a child to immediately be fine as soon as he's in a quiet room. It'll take time. The best way for you to identify a meltdown versus a tantrum, in a tantrum, a child very much knows what they're doing. Uh, In a meltdown, they're completely out of control. So let's talk about what to do. Um, Let's go back to Parenting 101. Whenever we're talking about a tantrum, um, when you've got a tantrum, acknowledge your child's needs but don't give in. I know if you're in the middle of a grocery store and you just want to get out. I have, we've all been guilty of this. Um, you just give them whatever it is to get them to shut up and so you can get out of there. You don't want any more attention. It's hard to do as parents to not give in, especially when we're stressed. But don't do it. Um, it. It just prolongs the, the issue. Don't yell. Don't get loud. Uh, it's, we don't want to have a temper tantrum of our own. Um, it's, again, hard not to do, especially when you're stressed out, but yelling back isn't helpful. You need to be a calming voice of guidance, not simply another part of their chaos. And you can wait it out and say, when you're done yelling, then we'll talk about it. Um, we say that at my house a lot. So if we're at a meltdown we're having a child who's completely out of control the goal here is is to reduce is, it's not to pacify it's to reduce the stimuli you need to remove the child from whatever environment he or she is in and find a calmer one um, remember that you won't be able to calm him down uh, just be with him be calm and most importantly don't talk too much don't don't speak you know let them let them ride it out and let it be let you're there, you're a presence, and that's enough. You don't need to constantly be bombarding them with questions or calming things to say. If you think your child is having a sensory-related problem, you need to do, uh, start doing some observation of your own and start looking at what's triggering it. Is it too much noise? Is it too many people touching him or her? Is it too many people crowded around? Um, it, it could be a lot of things, and it's very hard to pinpoint. You will also need to get with a professional um, and talk to an occupational therapist who specializes in sensory processing disorders. You can visit my website at jasonmillerhealth.com. I have a lot of information there um, that you can look up, and a lot of it is free uh, for downloading. So I encourage you to, to do that and you know, message us there, and if you've got a specific question, we would be happy to help. Um, As always, if you have a question, please submit it to jason at jasonmillerhealth.com or reach out to me on Facebook. Have a great day.